the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, he continues his study in the book of John, chapter 18. Now, verses 12 through 27 take us through the flow of two dramas that are occurring simultaneously, woven together by the Apostle John and the Holy Spirit. And these two dramas teach us the basic truths of the Christian doctrine, the glory of Christ and the sinfulness of man. The telling of the dramatic events leading up to Christ's death on the cross continued today on Study Verse by Verse as Pastor Leighton Sheely returns once again to the book of John. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday. I'm Mike Trout, and I look forward to telling you about a special event happening tomorrow at Church of the Highlands when we get down to the end of the broadcast. Here's Pastor Leighton. Chapter 18 tells us of the story of their departure for the Garden of Gethsemane and Jesus' arrest. Jesus was the Passover Lamb of God. The Passover Lamb must be slain during Passover. But the religious leaders were afraid of arresting Him during the Passover feasts, lest their actions stir a riot. And so Jesus chose to remove Himself from Jerusalem in order to make it easier for His enemies to arrest Him. The religious leaders worked through the night quickly and quietly expediting the necessities of making his trial and sentencing appear legitimate. They did not want to give an opportunity for Jesus' followers to organize any resistance. Now, although our study today is going to begin at verse 12, I would like to read from the beginning of the chapter in order to provide context. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples across the brook Kidron, where there was a garden, which he and his disciples entered. Now Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, for Jesus often met there with his disciples. And so Judas, having procured a band of soldiers and some officers from the chief priests and the Pharisees, went there with lanterns and torches and weapons. Then Jesus, knowing all that would happen to him, came forward and said to them, Whom do you seek? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. Judas, who betrayed him, was standing with them. When Jesus said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. And so he asked them again, Whom do you seek? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I told you that I am he. So if you seek me, let these men go. This was to fulfill the word that he had spoken Of those whom you gave me, I have lost not one. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. So Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword into its sheath. Shall I not drink the cup that the Father has given me? So the band of soldiers and their captain and the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus and bound him. First they led him to Annas, for he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was high priest that year. 
It was Caiaphas who had advised the Jews that it would be expedient that one man should die for the people. Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. And since that disciple was known to the high priest, he entered with Jesus into the courtyard of the high priest. But Peter stood outside at the door. So the other disciple, who was known to the high priest, went out and spoke to the servant girl who kept watch at the door and brought Peter in. The servant girl at the door said to Peter, You also are not one of this man's disciples, are you? He said, I'm not. Now the servants and the officers had made a charcoal fire because it was cold, and they were standing and warming themselves. Peter also was with them, standing and warming himself. The high priest then questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. Jesus answered him, I have spoken openly to the world. I have always taught in the synagogues and in the temple where all Jews come together. I have said nothing in secret. Why do you ask me? Ask those who have heard me what I said to them. They know what I said. And when he said these things, one of the officers standing by struck Jesus with his hand, saying, Is that how you answer the high priest? Jesus answered him, If what I said is wrong, bear witness about the wrong. But if what I said is right, why do you strike me? Annas then sent him, bound, to Caiaphas the high priest. Now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself, and so they said to him, You're also not one of his disciples, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, asked, Did I not see you in the garden with him? Peter again denied it, and at once a rooster crowed. Now verses 12 through 27 take us through the flow of two dramas that are occurring simultaneously, woven together by the Apostle John and the Holy Spirit. And these two dramas teach us the basic truths of the Christian doctrine, the glory of Christ and the sinfulness of men. Christianity is built on the fact that Christ is glorious, that God is holy, and that man is sinful. And the reason for interweaving Jesus' replies to his accusers with Peter's denials is to make the contrast stand out. John has constructed a dramatic contrast wherein Jesus stands up to his questioners and denies nothing, while Peter cowers before his questioners and denies everything. Now, Peter was most certainly a man of exceptional faith, and yet this is a great illustration of the sinfulness of mankind. Now, with that overview, let's study this passage verse by verse, beginning at verse 12. So the band of soldiers and their captain and the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus and bound him. First they led him to Annas, for he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was high priest that year. It was Caiaphas who had advised the Jews that it would be expedient that one man should die for the people. So here in verse 14, John wrote, It was Caiaphas who had advised the Jews that it would be expedient for one man Uh, to die for the people, and that's a reference back to John chapter 11 and verse 50. And he put it here to remind us that it had already been determined that Jesus was going to die. That was a decision that had already been rendered. And cunning old Annas knew how to manufacture a charge against Jesus 
so as to elicit the death penalty from the Roman authorities. This whole trial was nothing but a mockery. John is the only one of the four Gospels that tells us that Jesus appeared before Annas, and it would be thought that he would have been brought directly to Caiaphas, since Caiaphas was the ruling high priest at the time. But Annas had been high priest and was thought by many to still be the only legitimate high priest. And the reason for that is, in the Old Testament, a high priest was installed for life. This installation and removal of high priests carried out by the Romans was considered unlawful by the Jews. But Annas continued to carry the title in much the same way that former presidents, senators, congressmen, and governors continue to be addressed as such even after they have left office. Annas was a, a notorious character. Edersheim writes of him, No figure is better known in contemporary Jewish history than that of Annas. No person deemed more fortunate or successful, but none also more generally execrated, that is, loathed, than the late high priest. Annas was the power behind the throne in Jerusalem. He himself had been high priest from A.D. 6 to A.D. 15. Four or possibly five of his sons and his son-in-law, Caiaphas, also held that office, and that in itself is illuminating Because when the Roman government took over, this office became a matter of intrigue and bribery and corruption. It went to the person who was most willing to cooperate with the Roman governor. And so the high priest became the arch collaborator with the enemies of the Jewish people. Joseph Caiaphas was appointed high priest in AD 18 by Valerius Gratus, who was the same Roman prefect who had deposed his father-in-law, Annas, three years previous. And he remained in office until A.D. 36, when he was also removed. His tenure was one of the longest in the first century, which reveals just how cunning he was. And his ruthlessness is revealed in the fact that he proposed killing Jesus in order to preserve his and the Sanhedrin's power. This family, the family of Annas, was immensely rich And one by one, they intrigued and bribed their way into office, and Annas was the power behind it all. Even the way in which Annas made money was disgraceful. See, the temple consisted of a number of uh, courts, the outermost being the court of the Gentiles, and it was in that court that marketplace was set up for the selling of sacrificial victims. And uh, this was not merchants, this was an extortion racket. Every sacrificial victim offered in the temple had to be without spot or blemish. And there were inspectors to make sure that that was the case. And if a a sacrificial victim was brought in from outside of the temple, almost certainly some blemish could be found. And that worshiper would be directed to buy from the markets within the temple where those victims had already been examined and approved. Now that might have been convenient except for the fact that These sacrificial victims inside of the temple were selling at a price as much as 20 times higher than they would be outside of the temple. So it was a sheer exploitation of worship, uh, of worshipers. The shops where the temple victims were sold was called the bazaars of Annas. He owned them. They were his property. And by them, he amassed a fortune. And now we can see why Annas arranged that Jesus would be brought to him first. 
because Jesus was the one who had cleared the temple of these merchants on, and perhaps more than one occasion it hit Annas where it hurt and Annas wanted to be the first to gloat over the capture of this disturbing Galilean. Well, we'll end things right there and pick up uh, at this point when we come back tomorrow on Thursday with another edition of Study Verse by Verse. If you joined us late, this is an outreach from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. Our teacher is the senior pastor at Church of the Highlands, Leighton Sheely, and he's coming down toward the uh, conclusion of a very long study in the book of John. If you'd like to review any of the past broadcasts, You can do that easily when you go to our website at highlands.us. That's the website for the church, Church of the Highlands, highlands.us, where tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day, there will be a special service in the morning at 10 a.m., just one hour long, but a great way to launch your Thanksgiving Day with worship and praise and a special message. That's tomorrow morning. 10 a.m. Church of the Highlands. When you go to the website, all the details about how to get to the campus are right there on the homepage. I'm Mike Trout. Again, thank you for joining us today. Do have a blessed rest of your day and come back tomorrow at this same time when we'll once again open the Word of God to the book of John and study verse by verse. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.